Food Court, the movie podcast where Sean and John watch shit, talk shit, and most importantly, eat shit. We are the law. We are the law. Hi. I listened to your last podcast, Sean. Yeah. Where you guys talked about our tagline. Oh. It really should be talk shit instead of judge shit. Yeah. We are idiots. Yeah. That's right there. It is right there. People talk shit. They don't judge shit. Are we switching? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think henceforth. <laughs> I think hence, I got to go change the website now. Do I have to re-remember this now? Yes. Boy, that was a great time. I've never met anyone who struggled to remember something like that as badly as you did. Yeah. Like, I've always thought of myself as very intellectually inferior. Yeah. And I'm glad I met you. Yeah. Thank you. I, you know, I'm smart in some ways, just not in... I can't talk, really. I've That's... always considered myself clever but stupid. Ah. Clever but lacking intelligence. Does mm. that make sense? I'm... Um, whatever people on the spectrum are, I'm that. I think I, I just, like... Well, it's I very can... fashionable to be on the spectrum now. Yeah, it's very hot. Like, um, you like you kind of want to be on the spectrum. I'm trying to, you know, turn it into some pussy, man. <clears> you know, I'm just you... trying to, you know... Wow, I just don't understand social cues, man. Whoa. <laughs> Hey, snap your neck. (laughs) Y'all bitches like social cues, man. I just hacked into the Pentagon. I don't know shit about that shit, man. (laughs) Maybe you can just find another person who doesn't understand social cues. Oh, no. Star in a movie. She she could be played by Juliette Lewis. (laughs) You could be played by Giovanni Ribisi. Ooh. There should be a link of weapons. The accountants. Two different. Oh. Dude, dude, dude. Don't say that, oh, okay. because Shane Black is making lethal weapons with autistic people, what? constantly. You've not noticed there's an autistic child in oh, every Shane true. Black film now? Yeah, he loves what that. What the fuck? He likes it. <sighs> it's fine. Well, it's a very special episode of Food Court. How special is it? It's a very special Cutie Pie, Quentin Tarantino <laughs> webisode. Yes, welcome back. There are very few uh, movie events in our the doldrums of our lives, but yes. I would say a Quentin Tarantino movie is still amongst them. Yeah. So we decided to Americana the shit out of this. We lived. We truly lived. I took Sean to Shake Shack. Yes. A restaurant Sean's never been to, but that I feel is emblematic of Sean as a person and a problem. Yeah. How the so? most staid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> traditional American fare yeah. offered. Yeah. But in the most kind of... Perfectly processed way. Yeah. Sean, what did you get and what did you think? Okay, I went very boring in an attempt to truly get an idea of... Your order shocked me. (laughs) It was very boring. Uh, But in an attempt to say, hey, what is the actual quality of this thing? Just bare bones. I had a hamburger all the way. No cheese. No cheese. No Shake Shack sauce. No. So you don't even really know I don't. what a shake burger tastes like. No, not really. But I had a hamburger, mm-hmm. and I had French fries with nothing on them. The crinkle fries. Yes. Yeah. They, and I had a uh, some kind of concrete, which was not a shake. It was no. a custard, a frozen custard. With right. some, there were some crunchies. You, you, you couldn't pass up the, the opportunity to get a little wild on the concrete. There was a mallow ripple in there, I think. Yes. And I was way into it. I don't think I've seen you not order something with the word mallow in it yet. I love a good mallow. You seem pretty yeah. mellow. I like I'm I'm a a man who loves mallow. That's um, what everybody says about me. I decided to get something called like a, cra- a crackle burger or crackle something. Crackle shaker. It had like or something. Cooler shaker. I did it because a friend of mine 
has like a cross promo. His restaurant called the Pig Leg Porker. Yes, has a cross promotion with our local Shake Shack, where they put one. And this seems very good business for him. Yeah, they put a pork rind of his really on top of your burger. Okay, as it turns out. Don't don't get that pork rind. Oh no! I mean, it's just it was fine, but I, like the pork rind came off in one bite. <clears throat> it was kind of chewy and weird. Yeah, I would have just preferred to have a regular Shake Shack burger. But back to your first experience. Oh Shake yes, Shack. I quite liked it. The okay. burger was delicious. The fries were very crispy, which is right up my alley. Right. Uh, the water was cold. I put some ice in there, um, and the concrete was wonderful. It was rich. Yours was insane. Whatever you got yeah, was I, madness. <clears throat> I got whichever the other concrete was that you didn't get. It was like caramel. And it had like shards yeah. of bitter coconut glass. Yeah. <laughs> it was it really was, weird. It was really delicious, but I can't imagine eating more than two bites. Which was, I did, and then got immediately ill. <laughs> is that what it did? It? Do you think? I don't think so. I think it was the Jamaican food I had before. Oh no! But, but it, yeah, I, you know, it was heavy. It was insane. But I mean, where on the Quentin Tarantino Americana scale would you rank Shake Shack? Where oh, is it? Um, is it Pulp Fiction? I don't. Yeah. Well, no. No, it's not the best you've had, man. Are we just talking about, like, uh, so random... So Shake Shack, I would say, is fast casual. Fast casual, yes. It's not fast food, so no. we, won't, we, we won't put it with anything that has a drive-thru. Yeah. But against, like, the five guys, etc. It's probably in the top two or three of oh, nice. those. <clears throat> I, I'm trying to ascertain what, what are other fast casual places that I'm supposed to compare it to. I guess the here's the ones everyone argues about. Okay. Shake Shack versus In-N-Out. I've never been in and out. Okay, so I have no. <laughs> Whataburger. I like Whataburger a lot. Bob's Big Boy. I've never been in and Um, and then I would say, like Five Guys is a big one. Ooh, I like Five Guys. Yeah, Five Guys has the peanuts, which is very nice. Right. I think the Shake Shack fries are kind of next level. Wow, so there's... I like Five Guys fries much better. Really? But, but that's because I think they're my favorite fries ever. Oh. But Shake Shack fries are really good. Those they're are the so best crinkle fries ever. crunchy. Had. Yeah, and I'm wondering if you just had an amazing set, too. Maybe so. Because <clears throat> they were quite good. When they're so crunchy, it's just like, that's exactly what I want from a fry, is like a, some fucking crunch. So I just got back from L.A. Oh. And I did well. In-N-Out Burger and Bob's Big Boy. Yeah. And then we've also done Shake Shack. And yeah. I, and I did Shake Shack also while in L.A. because I'm a... <laughs> Fat, disgusting pig. <laughs> yeah. And um, I think I have a definitive ranking. System. Okay. Coming in fourth. So, and before everyone what movie screams, is that? <laughs> yeah, coming in, coming in, I'm going to put this at around my ranking. I'll, I'll do five. Coming in fifth. Yeah. Uh, which I believe for me would be Kill Bill One. Okay. <laughs> All right. Whataburger. Whoa. Fifth? Yes. Oh, shit. Okay. Coming in fourth. Yeah. Kill Bill 2. Well, really? I need my David Carradine. Okay. And in fact, I will say, here's what makes this my David Carradine. Yeah. The fries yeah. at In-N-Out are better, and the animal-style stuff is better than the Whataburger stuff. Okay. Making it my Kill Bill. The, the, the animal-style is the David Carradine of the Kill Bill movies. Okay. Because Whataburger may be a slightly better burger, <laughs> but yeah. In-N-Out is Kill Bill 2. Okay. And then my Pulp Fiction. Wait, Pulp Fiction is three for you? Yes. Whoa. Pulp Fiction is the third best Tarantino movie. These are facts. Okay. Just the facts, ma'am. Fair enough. <laughs> um, 
I'm going to go with Shake Shack. Whoa. Yes, Shake Shack. So two is Bob's and and one is two the Wait. Reservoir Dogs. Okay. Of our scenario. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's it's Five Guys. Whoa. And I think it's the fries. The burger is just is fine. It never blows me away. Yeah. But it's fine. It's quality. It's good. The fries are great. Yeah. And the number one, the Jackie Brown. Bob's Big, Bob's Big Boy. Really? Yeah. That's crazy to me. It's really spectacular. I shouldn't bring this up, but you know. David Lynch. I know. I sat in the booth. Oh, uh, is Lynch, there a David Lynch booth Yeah, David there? Lynch took every meeting at Bob's Big Boy. Yeah. Uh, probably not true. Probably more myth building. Yeah. But uh, I did sit in the booth, so the myth the myth building worked. Ooh, did it? But I had a very like Sean Parrott week. I just drove around yeah. in the California hills, being an American. Nice. I felt close to you. Good. Uh, people, more people need to get into my headspace so they can truly understand they how the tr- world works. They don't. <laughs> they do. They really they do. Don't. It's, a, it's a beautiful world, and they need to see it through my eyes. And it really like and when and when you hear that, hear it in the dulcet tones of uh, Devo. Yeah. It's a beautiful world we live in. <laughs> yes. That's Sean's headspace. Yeah. <laughs> De-evolution. It's a beautiful world. But we did it. We were seeing, we saw. Yes. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. We done seen it. Um, um, it was the, it's, it, it was incredibly late at night. Uh, <sighs> and maybe one of the top five most miserable theater going experiences I've ever had. It was a bad in many ways. And yet I still... The movie was good enough that I still consider it a check in the plus ledger. Okay. I still had a good time. I think I mostly had a good time. So let's let's get through through our theatrical woes first. Okay, yeah. There's a lot. Uh, I felt like they used this QT experience as an excuse to punish us and make us wait an incredibly long amount of time for no reason at all. Yes, they they wanted to f- uh, make us feel like bad little boys. Yes. They spanked our bottoms. Uh, they pulled our hair. They said we waited we lines, stuffed to the gills with all American goodness. Yeah, freaking out in the in the balmy air. And for some people, this might be a good thing, but for me, a terrible thing. We knew everyone there. Oh yeah. So as the other people are leaving, we had to have like six hundred conversations. You knew everyone there. I knew right. not not one of them. Well, that was torture. Yeah. I mean, all nice people. And if you're out there listening, yeah. I'm sorry, I don't enjoy you as much as you enjoy me. <laughs> But I mean, we're going to a midnight movie. We don't, we don't want to talk. Well, it was supposed to be a ten thirty movie, but, <laughs> but it was it ended a midnight up being movie. Nearly a midnight movie. It started. Did it start a full half an hour late? It started eleven twenty five. Jesus. And it was supposed to start at ten thirty. I mean, I guess maybe the trailers started at ten at eleven, and then tra- the trailers of which there were breathlessly few, thankfully. Yeah. Um. They, but it started really late. Yeah. And, and then that's only the beginning of our woes. And we're going to sound like entitled little beaches. We are. But, you know, that's, we're 30-year-olds with podcasts. Yeah. So that's what we are. And we're white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. And, and, but it was so hot. It was so hot. Like, I, and not in a, like a, a hot feel the energy, this is fun way. No. And I like, this is stultifying heat. Yes. I can smell everyone. It it got yes the smell throughout the movie started to grow there was a bigger smell factor I like was trying to I noticed you smelling yourself a lot 
well, you were wafting your clothes a lot? Yes. Yeah. Well, I was just trying to get some, you know, air into my clothes. I understand what you were trying to do. It seemed like you were just smelling yourself. I didn't know that I had to wear my sports clothes <laughs> to this movie. I should have been wearing some short shorts, maybe a tank top with, uh, you know, all the little holes. Yes. I, <laughs> like a right said Fred? Yes. I should have worn one of those. <laughs> a little a belly shirt. You should have shirt. been dressed like Pris from Blade Runner. <laughs> I wish. Hey, where was our like uh, Rugger Hauer R.I.P. Uh, uh, pre-screener? That well, should they should have done a tribute to Rugger Hauer before this movie. They did not do that. It should have been done. Was that the Belcourt Theater, which is our local arts theater, which yeah. we try so hard to support? Yeah, but they try so hard to they make it very hard. They want us to feel bad. Um, I don't know why though. They did have a cool Joe Bob Briggs trailer. Yes, telling you not to using using the words of Billy Jack to tell you not to text or tweet. Yes. During the movie, which was pretty cool. It was good. We love Billy <clears throat> Joe Bob. Sorry. But no. back to the horrors. Yes. Whomever was sitting behind me. Oh, yeah. Was out they goddamn mind. Yes. I will. I wrote down a few quotes that we will talk about later during the trailers. <laughs> but. Were they intoxicated? Were they? It was a late night movie. I don't mind drunk people. I was a drunk person for a million years. Yeah. I like the people to have fun. But this woman kept breathing on the back of my neck. Lustily. Yes. To the point where I thought I was being fucked with. Was she horny? I don't think so. I think she was just like stressed out during points of the movie and had no awareness and was leaning way forward and would just go. Sounded like a lot of. (sighs) It would like blow my toupee off. It was insane. (laughs) It was insane. It was insane. But we managed to see this movie. Um, Do you want to do the plot? Is there a plot? First of all, is there a plot? Second of all, do you want to do the plot? Well, here's what's funny about it. Yeah. There was a plot. Yeah. And there was a plot that I was into. Oh, yeah. And then that plot was gone. Ooh, what was the plot that you were into? I was just into the plot of, and here's where the movie is a great success. Yeah. Hanging out with Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. That was as good as on-screen chemistry as we've seen since the likes of Turner and Hooch. (laughs) Yes. I mean, they were very, like, I believe that relationship 100%, and yeah. I was interested in exploring it. And it's okay that we only got peaks and valleys and, like, little looks in and looks outside of it. Yeah. And, and I'm not going to get in the way of, like, the storyteller, but but honestly, where the story ends up going, like, didn't have a whole lot of interest in it. Yeah. And so, so it's basically about... A movie star and his stuntman. Yes. And then it's within the, the the tableau of the Manson family murders, with Sharon Tate and Roman Polanski being in the periphery. Yes. But kind and of a large periphery. Yes. It's weird. Yeah. Well, they kind of get into the spirit of the 60s. Yes. There's some by go-go using dancing. Sharon Tate as kind of a, like a, like a, she's like a, like she's more than just a character. She's like a an, she's emblematic of a time. Yes, yeah, she has very few actual lines. The carefree, right? She doesn't wear shoes to the movie theater. Well, it's a Tarantino movie. Nobody's gonna wear shoes to shit. Her feet are dirty. She's got dirty feet. A lot of dirty <clears throat> feet in the movie. But okay, you're making me summarize. Uh oh. But I, I kind of can't. Yeah. Because like that's the whole problem with the movie. Yeah. Is that this movie is not about any of the things that happen in this movie. No. And this movie is about Tarantino being crazy. Yeah. And making like an entire Me Too-V. 
Oh yeah, that's some of it. And every and all the I like I am worried Carantino has just gone and got his self cancels. Yeah, because I mean, so? well, I, it's insane. It is insane. It's a movie where there's tons of brutalization towards women. Yes, wanton. Yeah. Uh, they are criminals, Emil Hirsch though. is inexplicably cast. Oh yes, as Jay Sebring. Yes, um, and he's the, in trouble. The, the Me Too movement is basically obliquely referenced. Yes, in a scene in a car. Yeah, there's a, a young lady who tries to blow Brad Pitt, and he says, "How old are you?" And then she tries to convince him anyway to, that she still wants to blow him. It's very weird. It's very strange. So watching this movie, to me, yeah. is like looking at R. Crumb drawings. Okay. Where Tarantino's like artistry and personality is so to the forefront. Yeah. And it, he appears to have made no attempts to stifle it. No. Which, to me, that is like artistry. That's like the real deal. Yeah. But it's also kind of hard to look at at points. Yeah. And a little bit gruesome. Yes, it's gruesome. It's also pretty melancholy. Until it's not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's another problem with this movie is it's it's like tons and it's it's it feels like it's this really neat piece on like you know, a dying culture and, and how people fit into it yeah. in the 60s as, like, an innocent time versus, you know, like, the the ominous foreboding violence coming. Sure. And then he just cashes out of it and does his happy ending uh, historical revisionist shit that I'm actually, frankly, tired of. Yeah. And it's my least favorite part of the movie. Even though it's really fun, everybody starts clapping. Yeah. But it, it's almost, to me, like a cop-out. Yeah. Where did you want it to go? D- d- well... I mean, I could have been very. I could have been happy with yeah. a sad ending. Oh, okay. Like if he had taken the time to introduce us to those Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio characters, because essentially the Manson family runs breakneck into our characters as opposed to the Sharon Tate characters. Yes. Um, they switch sides. Yeah. They go and, one and, house to the know, right, and maybe they get to the tapes. Maybe they don't. We won't go here, here, or there. But yeah. We, I, if 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 he had spent all that time making us love Leonardo DiCaprio's character, yeah. which is an amazing character, yes, and maybe Leonardo DiCaprio's finest performance, he's awesome, and then Brad Pitt's character, which is definitely Brad Pitt's finest performance, he's very good. Only thing I can think of that's even close is Burn After Reading, which is a totally different type of performance, very silly, yeah. And then had the balls for the Manson family to kill them, yeah, that would have been amazing, yeah, that would have been amazing. Now, I get it. Tarantino has no interest in making movies like this anymore. He doesn't even have endings. He doesn't even have traditional structure. No. He is just having fun. Chilling out with some bros. Yeah, him and Walton Goggins are drinking mezcal and getting weird. Making some goofs. And I get it. And that's fine. I'm glad these movies are being made. Yeah. But this ain't no Jackie Brown. It is not no Jackie Brown. This ain't no Pulp Fiction. It is definitely not a Pulp Fiction. This ain't even Kill Bill. This is not Kill Bill. This is right in that... Django, Inglorious Bastards. I'm making I'm making movies where I get to make lots of references. I enjoy. I'm making this just for me. This yeah. is a personal thing. Hope you like it. I'm gonna hold some long shots on posters. You're gonna have to look at a poster. Yeah. We're gonna film a poster. Yeah. And you'll have to look at it. Hope you like driving <laughs> around the canyons with Brad Pitt. Yes. Like a lot. Yes. Um, it does uh, do some good objectification of Brad Pitt. I like that it tried to balance that a little bit by like having him bend over. God, he's sexy. His big ol' hot ass. He Shirtlessness. Ter- tears his shirt off. He's got hot scars. He Somehow have he's hot got scars. abs. He's like fucking. How old is he? How does he have abs? 
Is he 57? He and Tom Cruise. No. <laughs> but he and Tom Cruise are so old. Yes. <laughs> How is he? I mean, he's in better shape than Tom Cruise yeah, is. Tom, Tom, he is in the shape Tom Cruise thinks he's in. Yes. He is in the shape Tom Cruise thinks he's in when he takes his shirt off in Jack Reacher. Oh, boy. And there's just bags of air. Oh, yeah. But I, I bet Tom, by the time Maverick rolls around, I bet Tom's ripped it up. Oh, yeah. Probably so. I bet he's had the air sucked out. He's going to have some, you know, surgery. Little, little, yeah. little tit removed on the bottoms. Is that how they do it? I don't know how surgery works. The Rock had his bitch tits removed. Oh, yes, he did. Yeah, that was a good time. That's smart. It was smart. I need to do that. Well, sorry, my summary got weird and dark. No, and, no, it's and, wonderful. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for doing it. Did you have a favorite your, part? Your eyes were rolling back in your head. While no, I was, I was just napping. <clears throat> I mean, I like I, I'm the type of person, I'm not a big DiCaprio or Pitt fan, so I'm not exactly rooting for them to knock my socks off, but they were amazing. Yeah. And uh, just uh, especially DiCaprio. And DiCaprio reaches such level of vileness and baseness in his performances that I am convinced he's one of the worst people who ever lived. He, <laughs> he just really, he just checked all the way into it and he just did it all the way. How yeah. many times does he fall into a handicapped person voice when he gets upset in movies now? A lot. <laughs> he really does it a lot. He also has like a built in kind of stammer thing that was weird, I that was but a I kind of liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a choice. Yeah, I thought so. It, yeah. it almost felt like he, in those moments, he was kind of Quentin Tarantino. Like, Quentin Tarantino has that, I'm talking so fast and I can't, yeah. I'm a, uh, uh, I can't, ta- I just can't get to my uh, point. But the character of Rick Dalton, uh, waning uh, Western TV star, yeah, uh, turned. Uh, Italian Western star yes. is a very good character. It's awesome, and I if you I wouldn't think DiCaprio. Could, I would never have thought he could pull it off. He absolutely <clears throat> did, and he's great. And then Brad Pitt is just perfectly cast as his stuntman. Yeah, who's everything that Rick Dalton wants to be. Yeah, <clears throat> and, and you believe he could beat up Bruce Lee? I mean, you believe that? I don't believe that. You don't believe it? I think Bruce, Bruce Lee could probably beat up God. Really, God himself? He's like water up in heaven. He's, he knows Jeet Kune Do. I know, but God. I is... thought it was a great characterization of Bruce Lee. Bruce <laughs> yes. Lee, to me, has always been kind of a charlatan, and I love that about him. Yeah. And, you know, and I, yeah, and I thought it was pretty cool. I thought he was a good Bruce Lee. My favorite part, by far, my beef lamb hero of the picture See. Was, uh, was Leo in the trailer. The tra- there is a scene in a trailer. Yelling at himself. Yeah. A little bit of it is in the, tra- in the trailer for the movie. Yes. Him in the trailer, he's looking in the mirror, and he says, "If you drink one more time, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow your fucking brains out." That's <laughs> so fucking good. It's so good. Oh man, it's so funny. Uh, I did love this. I mean, we've already spoiled so far, but the the uh, flamethrower callback, even though it comes <clears throat> in the midst of all that kind of crowd pleasing stuff, is pretty awesome it's not though sean it's, it's awesome. a better movie without it <laughs> it's just better that's, if that doesn't happen so cool though <laughs> it is cool and that's what he does now yeah he, you know he just kind of coughs out and he's like well here's the coolest thing you'll ever see yeah and that's fine i just miss like the tight neat stories he used yeah. to tell like i get a bigger rush from like an amazing story told, yeah. Then like, whoop, needle scratch. Now we're in an alternate universe where nobody dies, and here's yeah. some unrealistic pseudo fantastic violence. Yes, I get less out of that. Yeah, now I get it. He's doing kind of an everyman party picture. Yeah, but this wasn't that for a while. No, in fact, when when our char- when our favorite character Brad Pitt's Cliff Booth, uh, 
who's uh, has to be based on Hal Needham, I figure. Sure. This feels like a Burt Reynolds, Hal Needham thing. Yes, yes, Because, yes. <clears throat> like, Hal Needham was basically Burt Reynolds' gopher forever until he was a... And I hope that Cliff Booth becomes the giant superstar uh, director. Oh. <laughs> uh, maybe Quentin. <laughs> I could have lived in this universe. Yes. But uh, but unfortunately, we can't, because it's now a silly clown cartoon verse. <laughs> That's what happens by the end. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like, th- th- there were some parts where when they go to the Manson farm... Yeah. Uh, that that could have been really scary, and that could have been the movie. Yeah, but you know, there's just a lot. It's a three hour flick. Yeah, it's like with a two, lot of driving or and a lot of strangeness at the end. Yeah, but also, even the end is like kind of like I at least get. I don't want to blow it too much. I don't yeah. want to interpret it for someone else too much. But I get the thesis statement. Yeah, they he definitely turns uh, Sharon Tate into like a paragon of. 60s virtue and everything that was good about it. Yeah. And tries to save her. Mm-hmm. And does save her. And yeah. I don't really understand. I don't agree with this weird pro Polanski, Sharon Tate oh, objectification stance. Yeah. But like I said, we are just like living in Tarantino's fever dreams. Yes. Yeah. I think he, he's gotten in a little bit of trouble for the Roman Polanski thing. But it's weird because, like, Roman Polanski is there, but he I don't think he talks once. I mean, he says something to a dog at one moment. There, 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 you hear it. mutterings from the Tate Polanski verse. Yeah. But they're not really characters. Yeah. They're a lens to view the times. Yes. We get one bad scene where Damian Lewis does a Steve McQueen impression explaining oh, God. the Polanski Tate uh, Sebring love triangle. Yeah. But it's just, and there's a lot of stuff like that in this movie yeah. that makes it a lesser Tarantino movie. That is needless. Like, just having weird stunt casting as famous people, that's stuff for a TV miniseries. That's not stuff for a great movie. And also, I don't get, I mean, don't get that guy who is not nearly as handsome as Steve McQueen to play Steve McQueen. He sort of looks like him. Yeah, but he's not. But McQueen is like, wow, there's here's, a cool dude. I didn't. I wasn't like, oh, man, there's Steve McQueen. I was like, eh, who's this? Here's a barometer. If you have to have in your script, hey, look, it's Mama Cass. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe cut that out. Yeah. Don't need it. Yeah, you don't need it. <laughs> uh, what was your low main low man of the picture? The... Quick, the sudden, the, the, the continuing, the continuing of Tarantino trends. Yes. The historical revisionist sudden ending. Yeah. The big, that at this point to me feels like a cop out almost. Yeah. Um, where he just, he has this really compelling story and universe and then suddenly we're all just cheering and it works every time because everyone's laughing and cheering. Yeah. And it's fine. And it's not even bad. I'm just... I would prefer not to. I would Bartleby the Scrivener this. Yeah. I'd rather just have a regular, uh, I'd, I'd rather just do a, a more traditional fare. Maybe I'm just old funny dude. Yeah. Too old for QT's movies. You want a kind of Reservoir Dogs, super bummer Even ending? Even Kill Bill would work. Oh. Just, just a Kill Bill type ending. Yeah. It can be an insane blowout. Yeah. But just maybe make sense and don't, like the ending of this is, is pure fantasy. Yes. Like, it even become you know, it just becomes ridiculous. Yeah, there's an acid cigarette. It gets goofy. Well, I mean, beyond that, there is literal, the laws of physics are broken. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. I think my low main, low man is the California Dreamin'. I just don't. You just don't like that song? There's a cover of it. 
I like the song all right, but it just seems too it's on like the nose. A soulful cover, right? Yeah. Who is and that? I got down on my knees. Yeah. Hey, you weren't into the soundtrack. I didn't I noticed love the you, soundtrack. You went fishing for, for, for after we were done. You were like, "Is that the worst Tarantino soundtrack?" I don't. I, I don't think so, but. I think I, Django's the worst, but... It seemed just like the most hackneyed soundtrack. It was right. just like a lot of really... It wasn't quite as bad as like uh, like some Vietnam movies or some shit, where like sure. every Vietnam movie has Creed and Clearwater or, or something. Marvel. Yes. <laughs> yes, it wasn't as bad as that, <laughs> yeah. but it just seemed like lots of like, oh, well, most Tarantino movies you watch them, you're like, oh, this is kind of an interesting song I've never heard before, or something like kind of deep cut from a band that you like. Sure. And this was like a lot of just... Oh, I've heard. I know that song, <laughs> and I know that song, and I know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I wanted him to be more snobby. Is he, he's usually such a big snob, right? Um, yeah, he doesn't get super deep on this, but but you know, I mean, this is a dude who puts Kanye songs in movies now. That's true. This is a dude who's like he doesn't really. He's not really trying to prove anything to anybody anymore. That's true. Which I kind of wish he was. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he will. Next one is, in theory, the last one ever. And should I be bitching about a movie that felt like an old French film yeah. while doing living in a world that I really enjoyed? No, I probably shouldn't be bitching about it. Yeah. But that's what we do here. We talk shit. We talk shit. <laughs> and we judge shit. I think... We used to judge shit. Is this... Um, I think at least bearing a rewatch, waiting for a rewatch, I think this is my maybe... Second or most lowest Quentin Tarantino movie. So you're saying least favorite? Yes. Um, purely because I really love that setting. Yeah. It's never going to get that low for me. Yeah. But it's definitely in that Bastards, Django, Hateful Eight, lower third yeah. of the Tarantino spectrum. It's just so rare when I watch a Tarantino movie when I'm when I'm like a little bored, and I just there are some times when I was just a little bored. Yeah, it was also like an infernoish hellscape in the theater. So yeah, I'm kind of curious what it'll be like to watch it in a, in a less aggressive setting. Yes. Also, I wonder if like you know Elizabeth Taylor from Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf isn't breathing all over my neck. <laughs> <laughs> let's get to the trailers oh, and talk about what the these maniacs okay, were saying. I wrote down a few quotes. We we are in the Orange Previolius. Uh, there was one trailer from Mike Wallace is here. When I saw the poster, I thought, I don't want to see that fucking movie. Which but one? The, the Mike Wallace movie. Mike Wallace is oh, here. Really? It kind of looks yeah, okay. I'm, uh, yeah, I, I, I The trailer looks yeah. good. Um, the woman behind us. I think these are all from the same woman who was breathing on you. Uh, oh, yeah. She definitely. said... I don't even know who the fuck that is. <laughs> but I want to see it. <laughs> but I want to see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's what she said. Way to not know who Mike Wallace is, lady. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, guess, I guess if you're a certain age, maybe you just don't know who the fuck Mike Wallace is. But it's weird. To, it's a weird thing to say. Okay. Yeah. There was a trailer for Monos, I think I'm pronouncing. That was the one that seemed like it was in... It's Apocalypse Now. Uh, man, why would you ever put that in a trailer? I just don't know. It's just, there's no way I'm going to watch it and go, well, I'm it's glad. Apocalypse to, Now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think. Maybe I will. Maybe I'm setting it up. Maybe they meant it's Apocalypto. <laughs> Even that is probably no, there's no way I do think, Apocalypto. Do you remember Apocalypto, how it had one frame of Mel Gibson smoking a cigar in it? What? Yeah, he hid one frame of him with crazy hair and a beard really? smoking a cigar in his movie. I would like for all movies to have one frame of Mel Gibson smoking a cigar on the to, set of Apocalypto. I want him to play the 
the stuntman character in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I mean, he can't because Kurt Russell's uh, not been uh, doing evil things. Yeah. So he's allowed to be in movies now. But. Yep. That's really the only difference between Kurt Russell and Mel Gibson is yeah. Kurt Russell didn't do evil things. Yeah, that's really it. <laughs> I'm amazed you that this is the first time you've mentioned Kurt Russell. Oh, yeah. You usually take every opportunity to I love Kurt. slob the knob. I love Kurt. Snake Plissken. Um, he's great. He's very good uh, in this. Yeah, he's pretty good in uh, Perfectly cast. Yes, he, he just plays a guy who's a little exasperated. <laughs> I imagine little... Kurt Russell was on set and like... They were doing like the '60s shenanigans, and yeah. Kurt Russell would be like, uh, "Quentin, no, uh, that's not how it was. Yeah. Let me tell you exactly how it was." Yes, because I was making Disney movies on that. Lot. I was doing blow <laughs> during doing Disney movies. Maybe not doing blow then. Um, uh, after Mono Monos, I don't know. She said, "Holy shit!" Yeah, she was very excited about that one. There's no quote about this next one. I didn't see the Babadook, so I have. No uh, reason to want to see. You this would movie. like the Babadook, yeah, yeah? I would. Yes. Shit. Okay, I'll have to watch it. Yeah, but there's a new one called The Nightingale. With it looks like um, I spit on your grave, but in New Zealand in the 1800s. Is that what it is? It's gonna be like some take back the power from the white man thing. Oh, okay. And this one has like a black dude and a lady taking back the power from a white it, man. It seems like it has some kind of Aboriginal dude or yeah, something. Yeah, that's what it right? is. Yeah, it's an Aboriginal guy. Okay. Uh, she makes like horror movies that are like like extremely about something. Like yeah. Baba Duke's like about abortion. Oh, cool. And this will be about like taking back the night. Yeah. From the white. And taking back Which the I night think, from the I white. I think we all agree that you and I have had the night for too long. Yeah. Uh, uh, listen, I'm scared of the night too, but. If someone you would are. take it back so that I don't have to be afraid, You're so I would scared of the night. It's scary out there. There's people, and I mean, they have all matching black outfits. They have and the ladies have a knife. The guy has a gun. Well, at the Bell Court, they did not have matching black outfits, but no. they had. We were transported to like 1977 Brooklyn, waiting yeah. in line. It was pretty fun. We had like Hepcats. Yeah. We had like Beatnik kids. We had like a little Woody Allen guy right in front of us. There was an Adrian Brody. Just barely Brody. fitting in. Yeah, we had Adrian Brody. Um, whose there... proboscis was perfect from the profile. Yes. And I was ready to put it, to proclaim him the next Jean Paul Belmondo. Yeah. The next Yves Montan. <laughs> yeah. But then he turned his face. Yeah. And the true Picasso esque horror was revealed. It was so skinny. Yeah. I've never seen a nose so skinny. You know, sometimes somebody's got that perfect profile, yeah. and then they just turn and face you, and you're like, no, Guernica! <laughs> That's what happened. And you did was... yell Guernica, which was cruel, but he, he deserved it. That's what he gets. But I'd say it was still a pretty, pretty sweet QT night. I wish I... there were more nights like that for us. Yeah. Lots. I, I don't mind waiting outside in line in theater. I think that's exciting. I think yeah. Belcourt kind of blew it. Yeah. It was too long. And then maybe just turn down the AC just a slot. Yeah, if it was five to seven degrees cooler, I think I might have put it in the the middle grade of Quentin Tarantino movies. In that Kill Bill range? Maybe. I was just so sweaty. It's just like when you're, the seats, you're sitting your butt in the seat and your butt hurts. Yeah. And then you start to sweat and you're just like, ugh. You were visibly perturbed. Yeah. You were perturbed to the level that I was feeling bad. Yeah. I, you know, I'm fine. I, 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 Usually, everyone should know, Sean is stoic as Seneca. Yeah. The stoic person I know. Yeah. So when Sean is perturbed, I got to admit, it gets to me. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> Sean's upset. Yeah. And it only happens in the Belcourt Theater and sometimes when he's driving. Yes. <laughs> I get nervous when I drive. 
I the it was just maybe the heat, but like it felt longer than longer movies I've seen there. I've seen longer movies there. Yeah, I've, I've seen like uh, what's the uh, the documentary about Fitzcarraldo? Oh, I've seen the documentary Burn about Dreams? Yeah, I've seen Burden of Dreams there. So I've seen some, <laughs> yeah. that's the first date I took my girlfriend on. Wow, yeah. romantic! It's like let's see if you can stand this. Has see how much you love me. Don't know, probably not. <laughs> it's, I think even if you haven't seen it, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, we did it, Sean. We did it. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Wait, once upon a time in dot 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 Hollywood. Hollywood. Wait, where is the dot dot dot? Once upon once upon a dot 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 time dot in, dot dot in dot Holly dot 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 www.ood. Yeah. That's it. That's the whole thing. That's all my jokes. May I say to you? Bon appetit. Yeah, bon appetit, baby. Bon appetit.